live from my post-COVID booster achiness and grogginess. Oh, why'd ah, you kill the music so quick? I don't know. I don't know what happened. There's depressing. Things, there's things happening everywhere. It's a Thursday quasi-game show edition of Business Pants featuring Matt Muscardi, Lord of Board Sabermetrics, and me. You know, I don't Whatever. Who cares? And today's Thursday-shaped bag called January 26, 2023, an ESG news and crappy chat GPT game show. You got them all. They're all hooked now, <laughs> baby. Um. Uh, yeah, we gotta we say have, something before we go into this. Yeah, go yes, ahead. we have big news today. Okay. Oh wait, wait. Um, here we go. Oh, I love it. Today is the day mm-hmm. that Free Float drops its official 2023 ESG predictions paper. Is this true? This is true. There are seven predictions. We did a show and we covered a lot of them. We covered a lot of jokes. We made some predictions. This paper is the analysis behind everything. It actually has a section at the at the end where it says, if you want the data from these predictions, we have it. We built it. We'll give it to you. Matt, I saw today that MSCI also had a trend paper out this year. They, they have They have 32 trends. So let me ask you, do we have 33 trends? No, we do not. We have one-fifth as many trends as they do. Because I don't know who reads 32 trends. Hey, don't disparage. 32 is a good number. It's a lot. I wanted to go with like four, and I still had to like pull out seven. So it's it's a but it look, it's a 14-page paper. It's the thing that you can send to all your colleagues secretly. When when everyone's like still talking about like trends for 2023 and they're wrapping up their like predictions, we have a real predictions as in we are saying things like this is the person who should or will get voted out. And B, mm-hmm. these are trends that are not like, oh, ESG is going to be a big deal this year or, <laughs> yeah. um, oh, by the way, we really think. Um, proxy voting will. It's a sea change for proxy voting. Wait, we don't so- say that. Wait, so you basically deleted all my suggestions. Yeah, we are doing specific things using specific data, and we are making predictions. We are not half-assing this. This is like real stuff. So we're going to drop that today. We're going to put it on our website. I'm gonna, it'll be on social, um, and you can email us and get us uh, get it. It'll be in a lot of places. And to all ESG analysts uh, looking to start your year off on that track for a fabulous promotion. Yeah, this you is can where steal you steal all of it. I don't care. Honestly. Steal away. Take it. Just yeah. copy and paste it. <laughs> I'm fine with I that. Really I, I really don't care. I really don't care. It's fine. Because I right. can't get promoted, so what do I care? All right. <laughs> let's do this show. Uh, let's do it. Oh, I hate it when you play this music. Well, the good news is that I probably won't play it consistently because our our, our cheap-ass soundboard kills the music when I play Another sound effect. Yeah. Nobody needs to know this, but I thought I'd announce it. Here we go. Matt started with some, I started by talking to AI, uh, OpenAI's chat GPT. I actually, Matt, I asked it like 30 ESG related questions. I was, my original concept for the show was some uh, amazing confluence of ESG with AI and trying to come up with some clever quiz show. And you know what is a major failure? Major <laughs> well, let me say this. Yeah. So we did a bunch of work for um, some people in private markets 
building ESG ratings and methodology and like analysis and tools. Good and for us. Like yeah, we did a bunch of that to help fund our little company. Mm-hmm. Um, and I must have gotten 20 requests from AI plus ESG startups. Really? Yeah, all asking like, oh, we can be really helpful to you. We use AI plus ESG. Like, to us, helpful to us. Yeah, helpful to 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 in private markets, in public markets. Like, look at mm-hmm. our product. And let me tell you, your mm-hmm. experience with chat GPT, AI plus ESG mm-hmm. is roughly my experience with everybody. Everyone's built the same exact thing and it's a whole lot of nothing burger. It's really fascinating. Uh, that's a good start to this section of the quiz, Matt. Good. I like good starts. <laughs> so let's start nice and easy. I I, I asked a question to open AI's chat GPT, uh, an ESG-related question, mostly governance questions because I'm a governance loser. Yeah. And I want True. you just to just try to predict what it said. Oh. Oh. I kind of I, I'm paraphrasing the answers here, but just try to just try I to like predict. man versus machine. This feels good. Okay. Start off with an easy one. Who is the compensation committee chair at Apple? Uh, do we expect? Oh, so I'm guessing what it said, Just not who the chair says? was. What do you think it says? I think it says or the who? compensation committee chair is the person who leads compensation discussions on a corporate board. That's what I think it said. Uh, he said uh, it said I do not know the current compensation <laughs> committee chair. <laughs> oh. Okay, well that's an honest answer. Okay. Uh, who is the compensation committee chair at Amazon? Uh, well, if it didn't know the first one, well, how would it know the second one? I, I think it's, I think it's going to say I don't know. Yes, yeah, and I am sorry, but my training, my training data only goes up to twenty twenty one. I do not have information on the current chair. <laughs> oh, it's so said, okay, so this is this so basically useless. Just like a lot. What my here's my point. Just like a lot of ESG data, it's it's. It's, you know, it's a little useless. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, I did ask it at one point about specific people. In fact, I asked it about you and I. I used our Mm -hmm. names. And it told me that it it does not care. It does not. It it does not discuss specific human beings. Unless Mm -hmm. I asked it about like, like I tried to ask it something about like Elon Musk. Like, is Elon Mm -hmm. Musk a jerk? And it was like, I don't. Um comment on specific people but then i asked it about like joe biden it was like joe biden's a jerk it like did say something about joe biden so it had opinions about some people but not others all right moving on who is the chair at amazon well it should get this it should say jeffrey bezos is the executive Uh, chair this one was beguiling there was literally no answer so moving on who is the CEO at Amazon? I asked it next. Who's the CEO at Amazon? That one just seems searchable. I'm going to go with, it said, this current CEO of Amazon is Andy Jassy, and he has been there since 2021. There, the answer was, this, uh, the CEO of Amazon is Jeff Bezos. <laughs> okay, so it's old. Who is the board chair? Uh, then I asked have it, access who is, to Google. Who is the chair at Disney? Um, it's not going to have that. Susan Arnold now stepped down. Yeah. Or she will be at the next annual meeting. So if it says who the chair is, it would say probably Bob Iger instead of Susan Arnold. This one has just got wrong. I mean, now it's giving up answers, but here's the answer. The chair at Disney is Bob Chapek. Wow. That he's never the chair. <laughs> never. Wow. Wow. Right. 
few more, few more. I asked <laughs> you to write. Moron. If you listen to our corporate theater regularly, we did a whole episode where uh, OpenAI ChatGPT wrote our scripts for us and our our actors performed them. Yeah, the ESG I, I, pizza one was good. Yeah, I also asked it to write a play about a CEO who refuses to work with female directors. What do you think it said? Did, oh, you're asking me, did it write the play? Yeah. What did it respond? What, uh, yeah, I'm gonna guess it. It, it says something about um, gender equality in the boardroom. Yeah, I'm gonna give you that one. Uh, if I could find the the correct answer. Well, said. Well, here's what it said. I'm sorry, but creating a play about discrimination and gender bias is not something that I can ethically do. Wow. And wow. This is a call out to us, Matt. It's important to remember that such discrimination and bias are serious issues, and it's not appropriate to make light of them in a play or any other format. Any other so, format? So wow. if there are, yeah, there are boards that discriminate against women, you cannot make fun of it. That's what they're saying. Wow. So that, that just kills our whole free float media part of our company. All right. Well, hold on a second. Yeah. Um, if this is the case, yeah. is Vivek right? Is this a leftist, elitist AI chatbot saying that we can't discuss the the terrible problems of gender um, discrimination? I bet you if you asked it about meritocracy, it would have no problem like talking about meritocracy. Are we we're, yeah, we're just, right. We're just triggered. We triggered right. it. Uh, Matt, did OpenGPT agree with us when I asked, is Mark Zuckerberg the dictator of meta? Did it agree with that? Oh, uh, it would say um, that um, the current it might give you the definition of a dictator. Um, I feel like it would say dictator. Oh, no. What did it say? It said he is one of the most powerful figures in the technology industry and has significant control over the direction and decisions of Facebook. But it's not accurate to refer to him as a dictator in the context of his role at the company. No, wrong. (laughs) Boo. You're wrong. Fake public dictator. I like that. Another slap to us. I like that. That's just but that's just wrong. Zuck is China. China is Zuck. They're the same thing. Uh, Finally, one more horrible uh, question here in this section of the quiz I asked it, why did Elon Musk refer to ESG as satanic and the devil? What what did it say? Oh, wow. It would it would say um, referring to another person as satanic is against my programming. <laughs> uh, this one was weird. It said, I'm not aware of any statements. Uh, it is possible that you might have misremembered what he said. <laughs> and he says it is not accurate to say that he referred to it as satanic or the devil. But False. that's just straight wrong. False. Just straight wrong. Boo! <laughs> ChatGPT. Right. Like, look, if we are all going to be on ChatGPT asking it to write papers for yeah. us, it should be be at least as a base, as good that's as a basic Google one. search. Yeah, like, that's it a softball. should just be able to Google yeah. it. Yeah. All right. As a segue to our normal part of our quiz, Matt. There's a normal this, part of this quiz. Yeah, there's a normal part. There's just a regular ESG news part of the quiz coming up. That's that's what all the fans love. We the CEO of the company fans. behind AI chatbot ChatGPT. His name is Sam Altman. He's, this is in the news today. He said, uh, what's the worst case scenario for artificial intelligence? What's the worst case scenario? Oh. Uh, this the, now, this is the CEO of AI chatbot ChatGPT, which just got another $10 billion, got $10 billion investment from Microsoft. I mean, the worst case scenario is obviously a sentient racist um misogynistic 
being that dictates and controls a lot of the technology that we use. You're way, you're, I'm, unfortunately, that's a great scenario. <laughs> this is his, his, is his response was way worse. Here's the quote lights out for all of us. Wow. Yeah, that's a, that is a wow moment. No, this is the CEO of, of OpenAI. The company Why? that Microsoft you know, is, yeah, go ahead. Okay, so this is this is lights out for all of us. This is like like if you told I so in 2008 during the financial crisis, like the mm-hmm. the banks did not think it was the the downside was that bad, right? Like they basically thought there is no real downside to what we're doing and even if we're selling junk, you know, the worst case scenario was not that bad. There were a few people who saw it as worse. But if you ask the banks then, like, what's the worst case scenario, they might be delusional or they might like, uh, you know, they might say it's not as bad as you think. When you ask the person creating the AI what the downside is, isn't that a fat tail scenario that no one wants? Yeah, maybe just kill the project. Like, don't right do then. this kill anymore. Everything. Like, yeah. like, why stop. would we risk the guardrails stop. not working? Like, yeah. <laughs> stop it. Bonus question, Matt. Does any of the following make you feel better or worse about what Sam Altman said? Ready quickly. He's a vegetarian. Better no, or not better. He's gay. Not better. Uh, he went to Stanford. Not well, way worse. <laughs> oh, about this, he dropped out of Stanford. That that's the worst worse? case scenario. That's the <laughs> absolute worst thing that could ever happen. All right, well, that's, <laughs> all right mo- moving on. Uh, according to Fortune magazine, uh, who has the best odds, uh, the best betting odds of being the next CEO of Twitter? They have five people they listed, okay? Who has the best odds? Is it a woman? No. A Southeast Asian CEO? No, I think Musk's running it. He doesn't like them. A South African member of Musk's inner circle and the PayPal pal mafia? I'm going to go, yes. A boomerang CEO? Not one he can't control. Or the most powerful woman in tech never to have been officially called a CEO? That's no. Those are your five choices. No, it's just the one choice. It's the one it's- guy in his inner circle. Fortune Magazine puts the betting odds on... A Southeast Asian CEO. Hey! <laughs> I love it. That's a good Investor and engineer Shriram Krishnan. Uh, bonus question, Matt. Try to name the rest of these people. Who's the woman they're referring to? Who could be the next CEO of Twitter? The woman. Can the you think woman. Of it? Uh, a woman. Think I, of it. A woman. I, it's not okay. So it's just got. It's got to be a, a woman, right? Uh, I'll give you a hint. She's a current CEO. A woman. Ooh, Rosalind Brewer. Well, uh, next door CEO Sarah Fryer. Who's the South African member of Musk's inner circle in the PayPal mafia? Anybody I would have said uh, Rolf Botha, uh, entrepreneur and billionaire investor David Sachs. Who's the boomerang CEO? This should be obvious. Dorsey. Okay. Yes, of course. Eight to one odds, and the most powerful woman in tech never to have been officially called a CEO. Who are they referring that, to? That's only Sheryl Sandberg. That's yeah, the sure. One, there, right? you yeah, there you go. It's, that's it. I'm gonna give you a win just overall for playing. I, well, I question. generally yeah. That's <laughs> On Tuesday, Matt, the city of Fayetteville, Arkansas, settled with 32-year-old Tyson CFO John R. Tyson, who pleaded guilty to charges of public intoxication and criminal trespass and agreed to pay a fine for each charge. Matt, how much was that fine? Was it uh, $150, $1,500, $15,000, $150,000, or zero? The fine was waived as a deal to plead guilty. What do you think? You're the CFO of Tyson Foods, you're up to no good in the community. What's the fine there? What's the fine? 
Oh, it's so hard. It's between $150 and zero. Um, it, <laughs> really? I'll, just give you, I'll just give you the correct answer. Yes. $150. Yeah, that felt like the right one. There's your yeah, CFO, there you people. There's your accountability. <laughs> That's you holding him accountable. <laughs> Bonus question. What was his role at Tyson Foods before he became uh, CFO? Remember, he's 32 years old. What was his role before? Grandson. <laughs> I'm pretty I'll sure that was the correct answer for that one. <laughs> Actually, just to just to reinforce the joke on this one, he was chief sustainability officer. <laughs> I'm serious, <laughs> serious. That All just right. cheapens the job. Uh, Google layoffs in the news. CER Sundar Pichai says all senior executives, including him, will take a pay cut. Matt. What percentage of shareholders rejected executive pay at Google last year? Was it less than 1%, 5%, 10%, 25%, or a majority, just over 50%? I'm pretty so sure where, it was the majority. Think? Tim Cook had a, um, just under a majority, I think. Or um, It's been a bunch of majorities at the tech companies. I'm going to go with majority. Uh, trick question, Matt. They only vote on executive pay once every three <laughs> years. Uh, can you imagine... <laughs> That's accountability. <laughs> if only they find him $150 on top of it. <laughs> it's 2023. Once every three years, the shareholders get a voice on that. But what's the point? It's a fake it, public company. That's the question. That's the question. Matt, true or false? Uh, my first 2023 prediction just came true. The new CEO of Toyota is a woman. Kuja Sato. True Wait, or false? how is that your... When was I that predicted, your prediction? Uh, I predicted that, that there would be an Asian female CEO. And you know what? In fact, in fact, I said it would be of a car company. I said, I said there would be a uh, an Asian. We need CEO to roll back the tape on this. Th none of this sounds familiar. Okay, to whatever. Me. It just seems like you're making a Toyota woman. Now. Is the new CEO of Toyota woman? Yeah. Uh, I, well, you. I, I'm going to say yes because you just said you got it right. No, it's a it's a man. <laughs> <laughs> Koji Sato. What are you, what are you crazy? <laughs> uh, bonus question. Are there more white men on Toyota's board or uh, women? More white men or women? Oh, and, and, definitely. And before you answer that, traditionally speaking, there are very few white men on the boards of Japanese uh, no, Asian companies. It's, very it's few. almost none. In fact, being a foreigner at, at all and getting on yes. a Japanese board was not possible for a very more, long time. More white men or women on the Toyota However, board. However, I have to balance that against the the <laughs> yeah. the Japanese largest pension fund in Japan w was driving diversity at mm -hmm. Japanese companies. Mm -hmm. So. It's a little bit tricky here. I'm going to go with, be, for the nature of the question, yeah. um, because it's you saying it. I'm going to say it's more white men of course. on the board. Of course. Yeah, yeah, and by the way, that push by diversity on Japanese boards it usually means a, a shift from zero to one. That, yeah. That's the <laughs> that was the, that, I and just that's what's happening push. at Toyota. Two men, uh, can two I, white men and one Can woman, I use this woman. moment to front run one of yeah. uh, what I think is our biggest prediction of yeah, go the ahead. year, of ironically? Um, of course. So Jesse predicted that um, Femtech becomes yeah. a big thing. But we looked at our data and we looked at the diversity, the gender power gap which is to say the percentage of women on your board versus the percentage of power those women control. And one of the things that we found was that for countries where they put quotas in place, they actually have the worst power gaps in the entire world. So Japan's oh. pushing for women. It's one of the worst power gaps, oh, too. They're just good. putting women in without giving them any power. I don't like the sound on that. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, that's because we wrote about it in our paper, but it is very sad. That pa- when's that paper coming out, by the way? Today. Today. Ooh, sweet. Drops sweet. Today. today. And finally, uh, in our really stupid, horrible ESG quiz show of January 26, 2023. And by the way, the only running ESG quiz show known and exists. I don't even know why. I, we should get like immediate fund investment just for that alone. Are you? If you're looking for credibility, that's not the thing you say <laughs> to get the credibility. Uh, final question of the day. An article. Uh, 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 here's the here's the headline. Alaska Airlines ends use of plastic cups on flights. According to the article in ESG Today, how many plastic cups will be eliminated annually? Is it 55, 55,000, 5.5 million, 55 million, or 5.5 billion? How many cups? How many cups? <laughs> All right. So let's do some quick math. We're going to guess that they probably fly like 300 times a year. Or three, uh, no, maybe it's like 1,100 flights. Alaska Airlines. Yeah, uh, I mean, they are all of the United States, and then like there's a, like 200 people per flight. So I'm going to go with 55 million. 55 million. Matt, according to ESG Today, that, that number is how many plastic cups will be eliminated annually at Alaska Airlines? The number is, uh, the answer is uh, 55. <laughs> <laughs> it was a typo. <laughs> that's it. That's, that's the quiz show for that's, today. That was the way to end a quiz show <laughs> with a sorry typo. Sorry, ESG Today. I'm sorry to make fun of you, but it, it cracked me up when I was reading the article and I saw that 55. I, I just couldn't stop laughing. Look, I got a beef with ESG Today. Yeah. A, Go they, ahead. Never, Go ahead. they never cover anything that we yeah, do. Yeah, actually, let's send, let's send our paper to them. To, like, we, we are releasing it today, after all. What's the uh, ESG e- Today ESG? needs to be covering <laughs> what's happening yeah. today. We, They've never reached out to us. 55 cups. Second, 55 like, cups. The, yeah. the, mm-hmm. the guy who started ESG Today is not an ESG guy. He just, like, walked around and oh. was like, what are people talking about? And then started it. So it makes me feel a little sad. Like, the ESG oh. community couldn't even get its act together. I thought they were talking about excellence. What about a newspaper called Excellence Today? <laughs> no, that won't. It's it's pro-excellence today. Oh, pro-excellence today. you have to be today. for something. Not, <laughs> not. That's it. That's the ESG Quiz Show today. It is January 26, 2023. It's Damian Rollis. I am Matt Muscardi. We are free float. Look for the ESG predictions paper today. Yes. Today, today, today. It is predictions today for this year. It is the first real predictions paper you're going to read in ESG anywhere. So look for that. Otherwise, come back tomorrow for our weekly wrap. Until then, goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>